0: Ephesians chapter number four. And if you're just joining with us, we've been going through the book of Ephesians since January. And we've been kind of really focusing in on here, uh, particularly in chapter number four, about the unity that um, Paul calls us to. As we looked at uh, Ephesians one through three, um, God has been giving us this whole doctrinal part of our Christianity And now in chapter number four, now it comes time to apply what we've seen, the doctrinal part, and actually make it application for us uh, in our Christian uh, faith life. So in Ephesians chapter number four, and we're going to primarily be looking here uh, in verse um, number um, 11. And we're going to go through uh, verse number 13. And we kind of covered a little bit about this about last week, about how um, he, the Lord gave the church... Uh, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the the, uh, pastor teacher, uh, for the uh, edification, for the equipping of the saints so that they could do the work of the ministry. And we kind of honed in on a little bit about that, about uh, why it's important for uh, us to be equipped, and that's primarily because we are lacking something in our Christian faith life. We are lacking something that we need in our Christian faith. And uh, as a church together, because we are lacking, that's why we need to be taught. That's why we need to have this equipping that takes place uh, every single week. And so I encourage you to make yourself available for that, is that as you are equipped, that you learn how to use your spiritual gift so that you might be this this building up of the body of Christ. And that's what we're going to look at here this morning about the building up of the body. So let's look at Here, Ephesians chapter number four and verse number 11 all the way down through verse number 13. It says, And he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, and teachers to equip the saints for the work of the ministry for building up the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God. To mature manhood, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. So we have to have this ministry that needs to be going on within the church. And this ministry that we all should be a part of, it should be the building up of the body of Christ. As I told you last week that the church needs fixing Why does it need fixing? Because we have not come to that place where we are fully mature, where we're Christ-like. We are all lacking something in our Christian faith life. Uh, There are people in here this morning that uh, you struggle with bitterness, you struggle with anger, you struggle with marital issues, you struggle with all kinds of problems every single day of your life. And so the purpose is that the church is to be equipped so we could do the work of the ministry, and that is so that we might build up the body of Christ. And so as we share with one another, as we encourage with one another, as we pray with one another, we're actually building up the body of Christ. And that's what Paul is trying to teach us here. That's what he's trying to get across to us of how important the church is. So the specific question for today is, why all this ministry? What's the goal? What are we supposed to be doing here at Pleasant Ridge Christian Fellowship? I mean, do we just come to church? I mean, is this something that we just do? Is this just like a spiritual uh, checklist? We just do church? I mean, it's like, all right, Sunday rolls around. Okay, that's my thing that I have to do this week. I do church. Or is there something more significant to it, to our spiritual lives, and I believe that there is. What is it to be a church, or what does it mean to actually be a part of a church, or to participate in the ministry of the church? Well, the goal of all ministry is the building up of the body of Christ, but what is that? So we're going to look at that specifically uh, in detail Look at verse number 12, and here's some few things I want you to jot down. Number one, the building up of the body, the building the body means growth. If we are going to have ministry, if we are going to have uh, the idea of carrying on exactly what Paul says here to the building up of the body of Christ, building the body means growth. Look what he says, verse number 12. To equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ. If you want to build up the body of Christ, then the saints have to do the work of the ministry. Remember, as I said, there's this kind of this idea thinking that the clergy or the pastor, he is the one that is supposed to do everything. But according to to God's word that is not true the pastor teachers they are the ones to equip the saints here in this church we have elders we have a plurality of elders and so the elders here all of us we are to equip you to do the work of the ministry and as we equip you then you are supposed to take that and to actually do ministry and build up the body of Christ Every week, we gather together to be equipped. And as you're equipped, you become effective ministers to the body of Christ. And as you minister, the body of Christ then, in turn, grows. Now, building up here is what Paul says, building up of the body of Christ. It kind of pictures a building under construction, Now there are two ways to look at this building up of the body. One way we can look at this is uh, the body grows is by adding new members to the body through evangelism as we share the gospel with people and and tell them of their need of Christ, that they're lost in their sin and that they're going to die without Christ, that they would spend an eternity in hell. And we share Christ with them and we tell them that Christ died for them and that he was buried and he rose again. And If they repent of their sins and turn to him in simple faith and trust christ as their savior that they could have everlasting life that they could have a new relationship that they could have forgiveness of sins that's one way that we can look at as building up of the body of christ the second way we can look at this is that the members growing spiritually as they come to know god and his word in deeper ways and i believe that's the emphasis that paul is making here And I believe that because later on in verse number 14, he says so that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro, carried about with every wind of doctrine, that we are spiritually mature in Christ. And so these verses here that Paul mentions here about building up of the body of Christ, I believe it references the fact of us growing spiritually together, maturing in our faith together. Listen to what Colossians 1.28, Paul describes this growing in Christ. He says, We proclaim him admonishing every man and teaching every man with all wisdom so that we may present every man complete in Christ. Colossians chapter two, verses six through seven, Paul says, therefore, as you have received Christ Jesus, the Lord, so walk in him, having been firmly rooted and now being built up in him and established in your faith, just as you were instructed and overflowing with gratitude. So in this instance, Paul is talking about this growing up, this building up of the body. And if there's going to be a building of the body, that means growth. Here's the second thing I want you to notice about this. Building the body means unity in the faith. This whole idea about unity is throughout all of chapter number four. Paul calls us to walk in unity. He calls us to be unified as believers together. Listen to what he says in verse 13. Until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to mature manhood, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. So there's three phrases here in this verse here, and they all begin with this idea of two. And he says, until we all attain to the unity of the faith. Then he says, until we all attain to the what? The knowledge of the Son of God, to mature manhood. And then until we all attain to the unity of the faith, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. That's why people that get disillusioned about the church and they say, boy, that church is just a mess. And boy, there's not everything's wrong with it. Nothing's working. Yeah, of course, because the church is full of sinners. And because we're full of sinners, we have not attained yet. We're not glorified yet. When Jesus Christ comes back, the church will be glorified. And until that point, we all need work. And there needs to be this working, this ministry, the building up of the saints constantly in our lives. That word "attained" there is used nine times in the book of Acts. And it's referring to travelers arriving at their destination. And so in each of these phrases, we can see this. We can say that there's a, a traveling, there's a goal that's going to come from, from doing this, uh, this work of the ministry. There's a destination. What is the goal? It's the building up of the body of Christ. That we will all attain that goal. We will all meet that goal if we are building up of the body, if there is ministering going on among the believers in the church. You see, Paul is talking about this unity and it's something that we should be striving for. It's something that we should be desiring in our own life. Remember Ephesians chapter four, verse number five, this is when he says, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, one father of all who is over all and through all and in all. You see, the essential truths of the Christian faith are centered on the gospel. Why should I have unity with Tom? Why should I have unity with Don? Why should I have unity with Omer? Why should I have unity with Sally? Why should I have unity with anybody else in this room? Because if I'm a believer in Christ, then my unity is based upon the gospel And because we are brothers and sisters in Christ, we need to be growing together, ministering to one another, building up the body of Christ. And so I can be a tremendous help to somebody. They can be a tremendous help to me. That's how we grow together. And so there's this unity that Paul talks about in here. So the more that we understand God's word, the closer we will come to experience unity with others that know the word as well. That's why he says there's this equipping that takes place in Ephesians 4.11, the pastor teacher, the one who equips the saints for the work of the ministry. And so at the heart of that unity is a common knowledge of love for Jesus Christ. But see, it's not just having this doctrinal unity. It goes further than that. Because Paul says, unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God. You see, Paul is emphasizing something very specific here. What is he emphasizing? He's emphasizing the deity of Jesus Christ, that Jesus Christ is God. And Jesus was the one who was sent to the earth by the Father to secure our salvation. And so Paul is not talking about this mere academic ability to be able to recite verses or to be able to uh, talk about uh, doctrines. He's talking about this idea that because you have come to this unity of the faith, because you know Jesus, and because you are diving into the word to get to know him in a greater way, that the love that you have for God, the love that you have for Jesus Christ is a real thing. And you desire to share that with other believers and help them grow in their Christian faith walk. So, as you are equipped, does it give you a greater desire to know God in a greater way? As you are equipped, should there be a hunger and a thirst for God more? I believe there should. And as we grow in that, that's what Paul's talking about, this knowledge of the Son of God to mature manhood. It should drive you to the scriptures. It should give you a hunger and a thirst to know Jesus more and more as you are ministered to by other believers. Here's a third thing. Building the body means being a mature man until we all attain to mature manhood. Paul uses this word here as a full-grown male. And he's probably referring back to that one man, as he said in Ephesians chapter 2, uh, verse number 15, as Jew and Gentile coming together as one man. But Christ here, he gives us this idea that, that Christ gives us this ability to become a mature man, a mature manhood. The church should be a mature man. And remember, he says that, that we are not supposed to be just children, but we're supposed to be men. Not tossed about with every wind of doctrine. So he's not just referring to our individual maturity here, but he's referring to it as our corporate maturity. I believe that a church that is uh, thriving, a church that is growing, a church that is uh, ministering to the body, they are mature in their understanding of who Christ is. They're mature in their understanding of how the scriptures work and how the scriptures uh, work in our lives together. And Paul says, if we're going to have a body that is growing, it needs to be mature corporately. So that means that here, like even on a Sunday morning, um, there's no doubt that there's believers here that you've been saved for many years. And there's probably some believers here that haven't been saved as long. So what does that mean for you? Does that mean that one is better than the other? No. That means that we grow together. That means that the uh, older believer comes alongside the younger believer and helps them and helps them grow in their Christian faith walk. That's maturity. That's growing together. That's learning together. And Paul says if we're going to have this building up of the body, there needs to be maturity, not just individually, but there needs to be maturity together as a whole. So he says that until we attain to the mature, manhood Let's look at this last one Building the body means growing in the measure and the stature of Christ until we all attain to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ Now stature may refer either to an age or a physical stature here but it speaks mainly of maturity the measure of spiritual maturity is nothing less than the fullness of Jesus Christ. Christ is the goal. If we are doing anything within this church, if we're doing anything within our own Christian lives where Christ is not the goal, then we've missed it. Christ should be our standard, Christ should be our goal. That's what we should be aiming at Christ likeness. And Paul says here, to the stature of the fullness of Christ. Colossians 1.19, Paul says, For in him, Christ, all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell. Colossians 2.9, he says, For in him, Christ, the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily. So in other words, until we grow in Christ-likeness... Does Pleasant Ridge Christian Fellowship look like Christ? That's why it's so important that we have unity. That's why it's so important that we live in a Christ-like way. That's why he talks about in Ephesians 4 there, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. So does Pleasant Ridge Christian Fellowship look like Christ? You see, when the world looks at us, I mean, there's people that drive by this uh, building here every week, and they see the sign, Pleasant Ridge Christian Fellowship. Join us Sunday mornings, 10.30 a.m. What do they see? Well, they see a sign. They see a church building. But us corporately together, do they see Christ? Christ. That's what Paul wants us to understand. Do they see Christ until we attain unto the stature of the fullness of Christ? So the goal is that the church would grow to complete Christ-likeness so that when the world looks at us, it gets a glimpse of our Savior. So what does this mean for you? What does this mean for us here at Pleasant Ridge Christian Fellowship? There's a lot of work to be done until, that's what he says, until we attain, until there's a lot of work to be done. I would encourage you to take advantage of the different opportunities that we have through the equipping, the time that you can learn the word of God so that you may be equipped to do the work in the ministry. Last week, I gave out these um, Spiritual gifts uh, test here. If you didn't get one, I encourage you to get one. Find out what your spiritual gifts are so that it might be used to the ministry of the body of Christ. All of us need work. Last, uh, just, what was it? Friday, yeah. So we went over to Don and Teresa's house and um, we drove over there. They live over there off of uh, Stone Lake area. So we're over there, and uh, we had taken a rental car because our car is in the shop. So the sun went down. I'm backing out of the driveway. I can kind of see, but I can't find where the lights are for the car. So I'm going very carefully, backing out of the driveway, and it's just a one-lane road. No problem, right? And I'm fumbling around on the, on the light switch, looking for the lights, looking for the lights, and I'm going, I'm creeping. I'm just barely, barely going. All of a sudden. And then I try to hit the thing. Not going anywhere. Jamie goes, what are you doing? I said, I'm looking for the lights. I can't find the lights. She said, where are you? So I get out. We had actually kind of run into a rut and the car was stuck. <laughs> so we get out, we push the car, we finally get it out. Jamie finds the lights and we drive away fine. I cannot tell you how important it is for us as a church to follow the pattern, follow the instructions that God has set forth for us in order to be the church that God wants us to be. You see, it doesn't matter how carefully we creep along. It doesn't matter uh, how how we may uh, try to portray things or try to do things. If we are not using the things that God has given us, in this case, in my case, it was lights, for not using them correctly, we're going to wind up in a rut somewhere. And so we have to follow the pattern what God sets for us. That's why we, as believers, we need to work together. That means why we need to find out what our spiritual gifts are, so that way we may be able to minister to each other effectively for the body of Christ. I think of our young people here, young couples. I think of Alex and Ashley, and Jonas and Olivia, and Jesse and Jessica, and uh, um, probably missing somebody else, maybe too. I can't remember. But Tom and Eddie, yeah, right. <laughs> But I think about them. You know, they're young married couples. Uh, I think of Ryan and uh, Joy Chmuewe, who just uh, started coming here. I think about them. How are they being ministered to? Is there, is there, a, is there an older couple here within the church that could kind of take them under their wing and, and help them and mentor them and minister to them? Absolutely. That's what this is about, the building up of the body of Christ. I think of some of our ladies here that are, that are widows. Um, how is the church ministering to you? How are we equipping each other? That's what this is about. Ministering to the body of Christ. And so if you're not involved in any type of ministry with another believer, I encourage you to get busy. Because that's how the church grows. Is ministering to one another. And that's what we need in our life until we attain to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ is what Paul says. Let's pray together.